0: Welcome, everyone, to the Card Subject to Change podcast on the Game Changer Sports Network. I'm your host, William Klusky, and I apologize for the lack of an episode last week. I was not in the right mental state to record an episode, so my apologies are there. But let's just jump into the week that was, and this is the first... Full post shake up week of wrestling, and things are. I love how things are different. Oh, (laughs) and the main thing I want to talk about is Bray Wyatt and his Firefly (laughs) Funhouse. Oh man. I love the Firefly Funhouse. It's so. What's the right word I'm looking for? Unintentionally sadistic. I like how um he has his two gloves. One says hurt. One says heal. And when uh before he cut his cardboard cutout, he was like on the phone with his hurt hand. So. I would like to see more vignettes and then have him, like, come out and, like, talk to his heel hand. I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted. I have NXT on in the background. But, um, uh, Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse just, oh, it looks all fine and dandy. Let's let the kids watch it. And deep down, basically, Bray Wyatt's still trying to get in your head. He's just trying a different avenue. It's fantastic. And the line at the end is like, just remember, kids, I'll light the way as long as you let me in. Now, knowing Bray Wyatt's past, that's just asking for trouble. But we'll just see what happens. It's been one promo on both Raw and SmackDown, or one vignette, I should say. And we'll just see where it goes. Cause I really hope it continu- continues in the road that it's going in and yeah. So now let's fully move on to what happened in raw and we'll start with AJ styles is now the number one contender for Seth Rollins universal championship. And this is going to be a, very good shakeup, in my opinion, or change of pace because with Brock Lesnar as champion for however long, then Roman having it and relinquishing, going back to Brock, it'll be nice change to see the Universal title actually defended on a non big four pay per view, especially between two smaller guys. So, kind of like what AJ was doing with the WWE Championship back on SmackDown. Uh, Last year. So. I've seen some complaints online about this. And how they wanted to save. uh, Seth and AJ for. SummerSlam. Which I wouldn't have been against. But with. A new fresh home for AJ. I think it's smart just to put him in the title picture right away. While you continue to build up other people. That might have came over from SmackDown. Or build up your own Raw superstars from before. Because AJ is already a well-established guy. So what better first challenger for Seth Rollins than AJ? And yeah, um, so I'm going to talk about both Raw and SmackDown for a second because this happened on both shows, but the Iconics are still losing. The Iconics... Since they have won the titles at WrestleMania, I don't know if they have won a match that what well, I like I get it last week, Peyton Royce was dehydrated this week. she was overhydrated. She just needs to find her perfect balance to beat Kyrie Sane, which hasn't happened, and Billy Kay is Billy Kay, so they'll probably defend their titles at Money in the Bank probably against Asuka and Kyrie Sane, or maybe even before. And they'll probably sneak out a victory just because they lose every other week regardless. So, I mean, might as well have a title victory, just make it seem like even more of a fluke. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping they do better for the Iconics. I hope this isn't a way to, like, to, like, just... In your face, Sasha, for whatever. I don't know. But I just hope they do better with the women's tag titles. I I knew it was a mistake to make those belts. And I still think it is. Because they don't have enough tag teams to fill out a roster. And they just had Candice LeRae and Casey Catanzaro as a tag team on NXT. So that might be a possible tandem for next, and then maybe we see the women's tag team titles in NXT for a while while they build up tag teams on the main roster. I think that'd be best. And maybe have them defended in like NXT UK, so we still need that dynamic of it going cross brands more than just the two shows. Um, other than that, that's all I have for the Iconics and uh, the women's tag titles. And now... Let's talk about Sami Zayn. Since he's come back, his promos are just out of this world. He's so over the top. He's disgusted by the fans. And I just love it. I don't really have much to say about it. It's just one of these days, someone will come out, be on the fan side, get in Sami Zayn's face. But until then, Sami Zayn, just keep on talking. Just keep on talking. I love it. Uh he's he's just so good. Um so the superstar Shakeout is apparently still continuing into this week cuz Cesaro is now on Raw. Whether or not Sheamus will be joining him once he's healed from his injury. I don't know but we'll find out now when I first saw Cesaro come out on raw and he still had the bars theme but he didn't like do the bar like entrance because it was only him he just kind of walked down I would kind of like to see Seamus still be on Smackdown but then both still like wear the bar gear with the bar mannerisms and just still kind of like be on good terms with each other unlike uh when Chad Gable and Jason Jordan split up <laughs> but um I think it'd be cool if both of them come out to the bar's like combo theme of Seamus and Cesaro and still do like the thumb to the side. Use the quote We don't set the bar, we are the bar, even though we're on different shows. I think that'd be a really interesting thing to see for once. Um But yeah, he beat Cedric Alexander in his raw debut outside of two oh five live. And that's really all I have to talk about for that. Um, Viking, or let's start with this War Raiders. Haven't talked about this since they got called up because I didn't do one last week. Um, they're on name number three in the span of eight days. We got uh, War Raiders from NXT, then we got the Viking Experience, which got so much backlash, and I hated that name so much. But now we got the Viking Raiders, it's better, and now their finishing move is called the Viking Experience, so Vince obviously couldn't let it go, so they had to incorporate it somehow. And I guess that's just how they decided to incorporate it. Now, um, after that we had Becky Lynch versus Alicia Fox, in which, she had trouble beating Alicia Fox, I don't get with that booking. But anyways, Lacey Evans laid her out with a right hand. And now that's confirmed. Lacey versus Lynch at Money in the Bank. For the Raw Women's Championship, we now have that clarification as well. So we'll talk about uh, what I feel is going to happen at Money in the Bank when those bridges get there. But the last thing that... I want to talk about from raw is Robert Roode and his porn stash. It's amazing. <laughs> I like the change, but it's just a weird heel turn type of thing where, um, they just got split. up. was like, yeah, 150 pounds of dead weight gone. She's like, You're a tag team. You didn't even show signs of breaking up. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me sometimes. But now we got the glorious Robert Rude, in which he's got a great mustache now. Looks a lot like Rick Rude, Joey Ryan, um, Silas Young. Basically, any other wrestler with a mustache and only a mustache. So. Let's so move on from Raw, and let's check out SmackDown Live, shall we? Now, for SmackDown Live, for <laughs> for SmackDown Live, we had Elias and Shane beat down Roman, and <laughs> Shane had an amazing line. He's like, "What kind of man lays his hands on another man's father?" Just basically contradicting what he did during the Miz feud, which is amazing. It's just like, perfect heel work from Shane. And he only had Greg Hamilton announce him as best in the world once because there was a lot of stuff he had to get done. So, he knew it was going to be a good show, which it was. And now we have Elias versus Roman at Money in the Bank, confirmed. And, as previously stated about the Superstar shakeup not being over yet, we have Andrade, Zelina, back on SmackDown after one week on Raw. And now, Alistair Black is on SmackDown as well. Now, um, from what I heard, is Charlotte wanted them on SmackDown to keep couples together. So, Andrade and Zelina came over. And then, since Zelina and Black are married, Black went over. But, from what I heard also that Fox wanted more of a Latino presence on Smackdown for diversity so they brought back Andrade and Zelina but since Zelina and Black are married they brought Black to Smackdown too so that's just a lot more talent on Smackdown so we'll see what they do with that they're very good at knowing what to do with their talent Um. then we had a match that was going to be between Jinder Mahal and chad gable lars came out attacked gable from behind in which i was watching it and the camera was on chad gable's side for so long it's just like oh great he's gonna be attacked and it w- he did it turned out to be lars and then he attacked no gender wait no gender escaped and Then he attacked the Singh brothers destroyed them and then um R truth came out. I was like, oh my gosh, R Truth's here, equalizer against Lars. No, he he got murdered as well. So that's it for Lars. And Lars will be Lars. Um and now we had Becky Lynch and Charlotte face to face for the first time. Not for the first time. Again, for the first time since Mania, I should say. And we got a Rerun City in WWE right now. In that case of, uh, we got Charlotte wanting another championship opportunity because, quote-unquote, Becky didn't beat her even though she knew the match was winner-takes-all. And now, um, Bayley... Becky's like step aside for the new SmackDown people. She named Bailey, Mickey James, and Ember Moon. And then Charlotte's just like nah and then Bailey came out and they had a match. And the winner faces Becky Lynch at money in the bank. It's like sweet, we're gonna go Becky versus Bailey Oh wait, no, Charlotte won. We're having Becky versus Charlotte again. And if Charlotte wins, that's title number nine. Like, I don't have any words for this, honestly. But in light of Charlotte having another title opportunity that she shouldn't be having, um, Becky Lynch is defending both her Raw and her SmackDown Women's Championships at Money in the Bank in separate matches. So she's pulling double duty. Now, props to her for pulling double duty. And we'll see whether or not she's able to retain both of her titles, whether she loses one and gets a brand, or whether she potentially loses both with either two losses Or maybe a Money in the Bank cash-in. And the last thing I want to talk about for SmackDown Live is Big O. He turned. With three weeks from Sunday, his Money in the Bank, I think they could have played out this Big O thing for another week or two. Because we knew it was going to happen. It was only a matter of time of when. So, it happened this week. Uh, Rusev attacked Kofi during his match against Nakamura to cause the DQ. Woods and Big O came in to make the save. And then, Xavier Woods got Kinshasa'd. Kofi Kingston hit Nakamura with a trouble in paradise. And then, Kevin Owens super kicked Kofi Kingston in the face. So, however, not confirmed... Very likely that it's gonna be Kevin Owens versus Kofi Kingston at Money in the Bank for the WWE Championship. Now, this is that's all I really have for SmackDown, and um, I'll be better prepared. I didn't really look too much into what I wanted to talk about before this, so I'm gonna do more and get more news topics into because I didn't really look at those either. Like, um, I don't know, I was just really out of it this past weekend change. But um, I'm just going to take a look at what's currently on the card for Money in the Bank and potentially how many matches there might be on the show. Because we have Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, Roman Reigns versus Elias, and Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Likely Kevin Owens versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. And we got the two Money in the Bank ladder matches. So that's already seven matches. And on the card, we don't have uh, the Cruiserweight Championship. We don't have the United States Championship. We don't have the Intercontinental Championship. We don't have the Raw Tag Team Championships. We don't have the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And we don't have the women's tag team championships, so if all titles have a shot at Money in the Bank, that's thirteen matches. That's only th- three less matches than Money than uh, WrestleMania with two ladder matches. So I see titles being left off the card. Maybe the Cruiserweight title will be left off, and probably. Uh, probably the U.S. title. Samoa Joe will probably be in the latter match. I could see Finn and Andrade ha- having a title match at Money in the Bank. I could see both tag, yeah, both tag titles, of men's, both men's tag titles, off and the women's on, and then have revival versus Usos at Money in the Bank. Maybe as a number one contendership match. I don't know. That's just kind of quickly thinking how I see the money in the bank card playing out. But, um, that's really all I have to talk about this week. So, you'll get a better show next week. Probably a longer show next week, too, with more news and in depth thoughts about Raw and SmackDown. And,. Thanks for listening. I really hope you enjoyed. If you did, please rate and review on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, whether, whatever, whatever you're listening on. And then um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at William Kliske, K-L-I-S-K-E-Y, and follow the show at Pod. I'll eventually start posting on there again. Those posts have been very not happening recently. And uh, check out the Game Changer Sports Network at GameChangerSportsNetwork.com and like the page on Facebook. And just remember, the card is always subject to change.